0: It is a real joy and delight to be with you again, to share with you from God's word, encourage you a little bit in regards to your fate, and to just be here to be there for someone. We are looking at the heroes of the fate. We covered quite a number of them. We started many months ago we are in Hebrews 11 and verse 32 where that verse of scripture says "And what shall I most say for the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah and of David also and Samuel and of the prophets. We have just concluded looking at Samuel and I have decided to share with you in regards to one or two couple of the prophets this morning. We are going to look at the prophet Elijah. And looking at the prophet Elijah, the portion of scripture that I've chosen to use today speaks of Elijah, the man of God, who found himself in a very, very low state, in regards to his fate, and I refer to that as the crippling of fate. He found himself with his fate paralyzed. When one becomes crippled, one becomes unmobilized. You are unable to get around and to get things done when you're crippled. The best of opportunities passed by you and you are unable to make good use of them. You become dependent on others for you to get around. Sometimes you are confined to one place, day and the night. So, where in the Bible we find this man, Elijah, with this crippling fate. It is in 1 Kings, the 19th chapter, and let me read the first 10 verses for you. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, also how he had executed all the prophets with a the sword. Then Jezebel sent a message to Elijah saying, so let the gods do to me and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow, this time, And when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life and went to Besheba which belonged to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree and prayed that he might die and said, It is enough now, Lord. Take my life. For I am no better than my father. Then as he lay and slept under the the juniper tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and there by his head was a cake, bacon, coals, and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too far for you. So he arose and ate and drank, and he went into the strength of that food forty days and forty nights, as far as Horeb, the mountain of God. And he went into a cave, and he spent the night in that place. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him and said unto him, What are you doing here? Elijah, and he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord, God of hosts, for the children of Israel had forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. Huh. It sure songs like one that has lost his faith. Anyone who ever read the book of 1 Kings, chapter 17 and 18, would have to say that this man, Elijah, was a mighty man of God, who evidently had experienced a number of victories throughout his ministry. Permit me to mention a few. Number one: It was Elijah who spoke and said that there will be no rain nor dew upon the face of the earth for years. And it was so. You remember in 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 1, where the scripture said, And Elijah the Tisprite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be June or rain these years, except at my word. You can also remember that. It was that same man, Elijah, who lived in the land where there was no rain. After he decided that there would be no rain, there was a drought. And while he lived in the land where there was no rain, we are told that a raven brought him bread and fish morning and evening to feed the man of God. Look at it in chapter 17, verse 2 to verse number 7. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook cherub, which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from that brook. And I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and stayed by the brook cherub, which flowed into the Jordan. The raven brought him bread and meat in the morning, bread and meat in the evening, And he drank from the brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain. What a man God is taking care of. I believe that you can also remember that it was that same man, Elijah, who followed the words of the Lord Went and found a widow picking wood to make their final meal for her and her son. Elijah asked her for some water and a cake. She then replied, As the Lord liveth, I only got a dust of flour in a barrel and the last drop of oil enough to make a cake for me and my son. Elijah told her, Make me one first and fear not. When you do that, your meal will not run out, nor your oil will finish until the rain falls. Let me read about it in verse 8 to verse 16 of first Kings 17. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and he went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks, and he called her and said, please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. So she said, as the Lord your God liveth, I do not have bread, only a handful of meal in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we eat it and die. Elijah said to her, do not fear, go and do as you have been told. But make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. And afterwards, make some for yourselves and your son. For thus said the Lord of Israel, the bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and he and her household ate for many days. The benefit of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake unto Elijah. Again, you will find that it was Elijah who gained the victory when the wither son died, and his mother's faith collapsed. When she began to blame Elijah and herself for his death, Elijah then took the child to his own room, and laid across him and cried unto the Lord for his soul to return unto him. And God heard his voice and revived the child. In the morning, we will pick up from 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 17 to 24. With all of these victories that you would see one behind the next with this man, Elijah, what a great prophet he was you will also find that the time came when Elijah lost sight of his faith, put his mind and his eyes on the circumstances around him and ran for his life. Matter of fact, he reached the place where he wanted to die. I can honestly say to you that caused his fate to be crippled, lost his faith, and found himself under a juniper tree, and then in a cave, wanting to die, hiding from a woman, a man with a faith who could have said to the woman, by tonight, you'll be dead. She said, by tomorrow, this time so, you will be with the prophets. Tomorrow, God's pay of life. I will share the rest with you. Father, thank you very much for your love towards us. And it is true, Lord, that there are times that we can have this strong faith and other times we can be so down. Here is one of your prophets, a great man of God, who allowed his faith, Lord, to be crippled and he's hiding. But Lord, we thank you that you love us, even though our faith may waver you still come to our rescue. You came to Elijah's rescue. I pray this day for your people, wherever they are, whatever needs that they would have, whatever situations they are facing, if they are sick, have mercy upon them. Lord, if they need jobs, provide jobs for them. Whatever the situation is, be with them. Encourage their hearts. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God bless you. Have a great day in the Lord.